you. Come on, let's thank our worship team. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And also everyone else that's been early serving. And we just thank you so much that all your service helps make this happen. And welcome to you online too. We pray that God will just touch your heart. Let's pray before we get into the word today. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord, that we are your children. And Lord, that you have plans to prosper us. Lord, to give us hope and a future. And we ask you, Lord, that our hearts will be open today and our minds renewed to know the truth. Because when we know the truth, the truth will set us free. So, Father God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will do a work that no man can. We ask God to do something fresh in us. Deposit faith and hope, Lord, as we gather together under your word. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said... Amen. Okay, let me talk to you. So last week, Mark Greenwood spoke to us, told us a few things about what God thought about us, that God loves us, that God is proud of us, and that God understands us. And this morning, I want to bring a fourth element to that, that God believes in you and believes in me. And sometimes we struggle with that God would believe in us and commission us and trust us with responsibility, but actually God believes in us. I want to take you to a passage of scripture to start this journey this morning in 1 Samuel 14 and it it reads this, Jonathan said to the young armor bearer, come let us go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving whether by many or by few. And then the arm bearer said to Jonathan, do all that you have in mind, for I am with you heart and soul. So Jonathan says, come on then, we will cross over towards them and let them see us. You know, it's a great feeling, isn't it, when someone believes in you. When you face challenges in life, when you are facing trials or even opportunities, There's always added strength to our life when somebody that we know comes alongside and says to us, you are going to make it. You are going to get through this. You can do it. There is such strength that comes in at times when we feel that we can't make it, that that word of encouragement is so strengthening to us to take the next steps. But even more than just somebody saying that, isn't it amazing when those kind of people in your life not only say that you can do it, but are there with you to help you through what you're going through in life. When they're there to strengthen you, to be there by their presence all the way, even through your opportunities, they celebrate that. And through your hardships, they're there praying for you, cheering you on, and they are there by their presence when you need them. There is so much strength in people like that around your life. And in this story, we we can read that Jonathan had this kind of person in his life. That that the, the, the people of God weren't willing to go and fight the enemy. And this young man and his armor bearer are saying, come on, we've got to do something about this. There is an opportunity for us to make ground in the kingdom of God. And so the armor bearer looks at him and says, come on then, I'm with you, heart and soul, Come on, let's go for it. But what we can learn from Jonathan in this story is that he also tapped into something else which was a strength to him. He didn't just rely on somebody in the flesh that would stand with him through trials 
and opportunities. But he also said, you know, come on, perhaps God will be with us in this. Perhaps God will fight for us. Perhaps God will back us up in this. And I want to say to you today that whatever you're facing this morning in your life, I want to tell you that not only you may have some friends or relatives that saying, come on, we're with you. I want you to know there is somebody else that is with you, even though you may have nobody saying you can do it. And that is God. That God is with you and God believes in you and God will fight for you. I find that so encouraging today because as his child, as he's adopted you into his family, he promises that he will never leave you. And so some of you are here today and online and you, and you feel alone. You haven't got that voice from somebody in the flesh that's saying, come on, you can make it tomorrow. You can make it through this trial. You can take the opportunity. But I want to uh, just, just speak over your life today that God wants to say to you, but I am with you. And if God is with you, that will make the whole difference in your walk and your future. Jesus said, the spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because they neither see him or know him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. So no matter how far you feel away from God today, no matter what challenges that are facing you as you woke up this morning, I want to tell you that God believes in you and God is with you and so you can take courage today so as we know that Mark Greenwood said God loves you God is proud of you God understands you but you need to leave today in your spirit and your mind that God believes in you and God is with you you see God knows you better than yourself he knows you better than anyone in your life And when opportunity and challenges come, he is the one that will say to you, you can do this. I believe in you because I am with you. No matter what it is that you're facing, you will have victory in your future. And so some of you are here today feeling hopeless, maybe. Maybe you're thinking, I don't know how I'm going to make it next week. I'm here to tell you today that with Jesus in your life, you will make it and you will have victory in your life because he is our heavenly father and he promises never to leave us nor forsake us. The writer of the book of Hebrews wrote something that we all need to leave today in our heart and he says this in Hebrews 13 verse 6. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? I wonder if you can say that as a child of God in your heart today, in your spirit, that you can say with confidence that the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. You know, the truth is, or one of the truths is that most people that God called to do something great for them, all of them responded with some kind of excuse in their life of why, of why they weren't the right person. And it's interesting that how, who God looks to use, so those people who are insecure and don't feel they've got it all together because somehow it helps us to lean into God and to trust him that we can make it if he tells us that we can do it. 
And so when we look to the stories that, and we can give us hope that the kind of people that God believed in, then we can know that we also can be trusted to know that we're going to make it whatever challenges or opportunities come to our life this year. You need to be reassured today that whatever you're facing today or tomorrow, I want to tell you God's grace is there to help you to manage it and also to make a difference in your own life. You may feel imprisoned, you may feel hemmed in, you may feel impossibilities, you may feel this challenge is too much for you, but I want to tell you, do not give up because God is with you and he will fight for you and he will strengthen you and he will guide you and he will help you and he will open a way where there seems to be no way, but you need to lean into him and trust him. Not in your own ability. In Jeremiah, his response says, the word of the Lord came to him and saying, before I formed you in the room, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And his response was this, alas, sovereign Lord, I do not know how to speak. I'm too young. See the response to this opportunity. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you and say whatever I command you. Listen, do not be afraid of them. Why? For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. I am with you. You have to allow that to stick to you today as you leave this church. That you're not alone. That God is with you. Judges 6, it came to Gideon. The Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength that you have and save Israel out of Midian. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you. And you will strike down the enemy, not leaving one alive. And then he comes to Moses, this great example of faith to us. So now go, I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring these people out of Egypt? God said to him, I am sending you. And we look to the New Testament. The Apostle Paul refers to a church and says to them in 1 Corinthians 1, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many of you were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Why? So that no one may boast before him. You know, when we are weak, then I want to tell you we're really strong. Why? Because the only hope that we've got is not just in our ability alone, but with the God who is all-powerful and all-knowing and is, is amazingly for us and also believes in us. When God looks for people, 
to do great things. He'll probably look for people who struggle with their identity and their ability. So they can lean on him. So he can work through them. And as they go through the hardship and the impossibilities and the challenges, they will not only have victory with God's help, but they will come out a developed, different person. They will have grown bigger from the inside out because God will not just do it for you, he will do it through you and he will help you to become that person who he really has called you to be. And I will just go back of my own life and many times that I think, I could never do that. And God says, yes, you can. I'm going to be with you and I'm going to help you. And then the same God will say that to you today. For you in this room and for you online, no matter where you are right now, whatever darkness comes over your life, whatever impossibility that you face, I want to tell you if you're a child of God, then God will stick closer to you than a brother and he will give you the power to enable you to accomplish what you could never do in your own strength. I want to encourage you today that you may feel afraid. You may feel not qualified enough. You may feel not equipped enough. And I want to tell you, that is a good place to be because we have to lean into God on his strength in our lives. I'll ask you a question. What are you facing today? What are you afraid of? What is overwhelming you? What is keeping you back? What fear holds you down? I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit wants to release you today so you can walk in confidence that whatever you face as you leave today, that you are going to be victorious in your life because God is with you. I want you to be encouraged today. You see, when you look to Moses, when he responded to God, he responded in three ways which I want to leave with you today and break over our lives. Moses struggled with intimidation he says, what if they don't believe in me or listen to me in Exodus 4? He was worried about the response of other people. And I wonder today in this room, are you worried about what other people will think about you? Are you worried about their opinion about what if you don't make it or you do make it? Are you trapped because you live by approval of other people, of what they say about your life? Or are you willing to trust God and you begin to break all of those voices over your life and say, if God has said it, then I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to be living my life to please every other voice, only the voice of one, and that is the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so he struggled with intimidation. The second thing he struggled was with in, he was inadequate. He said, pardon your servant, Lord, in verse 10. I have never been eloquent. I am slow in speech and in tongue. I wonder today if you have an opportunity before you. I wonder if you're thinking, I'll never be able to do that. I'll never be able to do what they do. I wonder if you're sitting here today and you're thinking, I just haven't got what it takes to take that next step. And you feel like running a mile away. And that's what Moses felt. He felt, I don't know whether they're going to listen to me. I'm not sure. I'm eloquent. I haven't got the gifts to do it. I just haven't got the confidence to do it. And God said to him, come on, Moses, who do you think made your tongue? Who do you think made you? Come on, just chill out and cheer up. Why? Because I'm going to send you. and I'm going to be with you. And I'm going to help you. And so I remember that time when, when I was looking at some documents in the house and I pulled out a Bible college um, a, a sort of thing where you could apply for Bible college. I don't know how it got in our uh, filing cabinet where we had our bills. And I was trying to find the phone bill at that time. 
and I thought it was a phone bill and it was a Bible college application and I pulled it out and I felt the voice of God say to me, I want you and Linda to go to the Bible college. And I said, you've got the wrong person. I can't hardly read. There's no way that I could ever go there. It's like God says, in your own strength, you can't do it. But with me, you can do it. I want to say to you today, whoever you are in this place and online, no matter what you're feeling, no matter about your history, what about your education or your pedigree, whatever it is that's in your life that's limiting your life, with God, all things are possible in your life. And finally, Moses struggled with inferiority. He compared himself with other people. He said, pardon, Lord, please, would you send somebody else? Have you ever felt like that today? Some of you in this room with so much problems that you're facing, you're thinking, if, if I could just give this responsibility to somebody else, how don't I'm going to manage this marriage, manage this finance, manage my children, manage this job, if just somebody else could take hold of it. But you know something? Hold on, because God's going to help you. God's going to strengthen you. God's going to do something in your life that you could never even believe that you would ever be able to do it in him because he is a miracle working God. And I want to encourage you today that Moses had all these issues, but look what he did with God's help. He did amazing things for God. He set the people free. Miracles, signs and wonders work through this man. And not only that, God also sent him somebody else to help him, his brother Aaron. I want to tell you that in your life, not only will the Holy Spirit be with you and help you, but he will send other people into your life to strengthen you, to help you on your journey. God is a faithful God. And I'm not just preaching this to preach hype. Over 33 years of following Jesus, I've seen the people come and go come and hold my hands up and our hands up to take the next step in God. And I want to tell you 33 years looking back that God has always been faithful and he has brought victory out of different situations in our life. You see, Moses eventually got it. He realized he wasn't just to look to his own life and what he didn't have. He needed to look up to God and what he did have. And so Moses one day said this, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up. He realized one thing. He could have the ability. He could have the finance. He could have the right team in place. He could have everything going for him. But one thing he realized, if God was not going to go with him, it was a waste of time going. You see, my friend, you can have all the qualifications, all the money in the bank, the, the great people in your life that will say you can do it. But I want to tell you, if God is not backing you up, I want you to, to lay it down and just leave it alone. Because the greatest thing that you need to leave today is, is that if God is with us, then we're going to make it in our life. Hallelujah. And so I want to encourage you today. Be strong in the Lord. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing and the Apostle Paul says, I can do all things through him who gives me the strength. Whatever you're facing today, whatever God's going to call you to do, the reason he asks you is because he knows that you can do it and he believes in you. Psalm 18 says, it is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights he trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bar of bronze. 
You make your saving help my shield. Your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. You armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. See, God wants to broaden the path for your feet. He wants to strengthen your arm for battle. And so I want to say to you today, if you're here today and you're online, you think, I'm just about to give up. I want to say, don't give up because God has not forgotten you. And finally, as we come to close today, because I want to pray for you. I want us to respond as we saw in the scriptures, people respond with their insecurity and, and, and their doubt about themselves. But there was one person I want us to copy as we leave today. I want us to get to a place where we can copy this example in the New Testament. And it's the example of Mary. When God called her and said that she's going to do something great for him, this is what she responded in Luke 1. She said, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your words to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. How could she respond like this to such a mandate, to such a call upon this young teenager's life? How could you respond with faith to say, God, whatever you ask me to do, I know that with you I can do it. How could you respond like this? Well, it's there in the response to her question to the angel. Luke 1.34 says, How will this be? She replied. How can I do that? How can I do that? Since I'm a virgin. And this is the answer. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. You see, this young lady took the words of God and the promises of God, even though she was only 14 or 15, even though she was a virgin, she knew one thing, that the Holy Spirit, the power of God, would overshadow her and give her the ability to carry what needed to be carried into the future to be a blessing to the world. And it's the same for you in here today. It's the same for you online today. If you're a child of God, the Holy Spirit will never leave you. He's there to empower you and strengthen you and amaze you of the things that you thought you could never do in your life. So I want you to leave today with hope in your life that God believes in you and God is going to help you. Let me help you today. What step it is that you've got to take in your life? What opportunity is facing that you're afraid of? What challenge it is that you want to run away from? What is it that you think is impossible for you to manage in your life right now? I want to tell you that God wants to strengthen you. God wants to help you. God wants to empower you to help you be the person that you can be in him. Is it fear? And the word fear also means powerless. Do you feel powerless this morning? Have you walked in church powerless? Are you inferior today? Do you feel like everybody else can do it but not you? Are you intimidated? The other word for intimidation is terrified. Are you carrying with you a spirit of fear? Are you terrified about what's ahead? Did it paralyze you in your life? And finally, do you feel inadequate? In the words, insufficient. There's nothing that I can do in my own life. But I want to encourage you today. A child of God, if you know Jesus, I want you to know whatever it is 
that you're walking out this door to. That the God who saved you is the God that's with you. And he's all powerful. And he loves you. And I want to tell you, you will make it. Because he is your God. And he is your strength. And he is your source. And he is your heavenly father. Why don't you stand with me? The song that we sang earlier. When I see, all I see is the battle. Listen, he sees the victory. When all I see is the mountain, you see the mountain move. And as I walk through the shadow, listen, your love surrounds me. There is nothing to fear now, for I am safe with you. I want you to leave today knowing that your God, that your Heavenly Father is with you. And your Heavenly Father believes in you. And no matter what you think about yourself, the results, the failures, all the stuff that the devil will tell you, the accuser, I want to tell you that God is for you. And not only are you just going to make it, but God is going to amaze you as you trust Him, as you hold on to who He is in your life and watch His power work through you. Let's lift our hands before we sing this song again over you. If you know in your heart today that you have walked into church and you've carried one of those things that Moses responded to God, you feel insecure, you feel full of fear, you feel overwhelmed, you feel terrified, there's just something that's facing your life that you think, I just don't know about my future. Well, I want to declare over your life that God has your future. That God has plans to prosper you. That God has plans to give you a hope. Listen, and a future. For he who has started this good work in you has promised to finish it to completion. Father, I pray every person in this place, every person online that's walked in here and they're carrying something that's not of you. They're carrying a fear and an unbelief and feel paralyzed, Lord, with what they have to do an uncertainty about their life. Father, I ask you to lift it off them right now. And Father, I pray by the Holy Spirit that you begin to just fill them with hope and faith in the fact that you are sending them, that you are with them and that you will empower them. Lord, the battle belongs to you. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, that you would entrust us we thank you, Lord, that you will fight for us, that you've gone before us and you will make a way where there seems to be no way. 
I pray, Lord, for every impossibility in this place will be made possible in you. I pray, Lord, as we align our hearts with your will and we say, Lord, let your will be done over our lives, not my will, but your will. Align our hearts and our minds to what you want for us. And I pray, Lord, in this place that we will not walk alone into the future, that we'd always lean into, Lord, if you don't go with us, we're not going. But Lord, if you're going to go with us, nothing is going to hold us back. And so I pray, Lord, right now, in Jesus' name, as we sing this last song, that hope and faith would arise in the name of Jesus. And all God's people said,